0: we
1: intro 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 us us. ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages it is the moment you have all been waiting for that's right is the first episode of season three of the secret podcast that's right you didn't mishear me there is no more shh because it's too damn hard to spell Woohoo! so we are the secret podcast and this is episode one of our 2020 season. We've got, of course, George and Brett here with us. I'm Bradley. Woohoo!
2: Hey, guys. I am excited about the name change. I think it's going to make it uh, totally easier to find this podcast uh, rather than having the S with the bunch of of H's behind it.
0: And then either an exclamation point or a comma, depending on how I feel that day.
1: Or a period sometimes. Or an ellipsis. Yeah. Sometimes nothing yeah. at all. Right. Or a colon.
2: There's always a colon
1: behind it. It always took way too long to explain the name of the podcast to new members. Uh, I had a friend visiting. I told them all about the treasure hunt and told them about the podcast. They're like, awesome. I want to listen to it. Great. It's Shh, the secret podcast. That's S-H-H- H, that's three H's. So whenever you type it in, it's S with three H's. You got that? And then a month later, they're like, I can't find the podcast. How many H's did you put? I don't know.
2: I think you're lying to me, Bradley. You don't have a podcast. Yeah, I would always just go, I'd start explaining it. And
0: then I would go, all right, let me
2: just type it into your search thing for you. Yeah, here.
0: Yeah, it was annoying. Anytime I wanted to use my like digital personal assistant or whatever i'd I'd, I'd yell out hey a word play the secret podcast and she would just be like i i don't know what you're talking about i can't find that so we're dropping the we're just gonna be the secret podcast and hey there's another there's another secret podcast out there but it's about something completely different there's no way you could confuse the two so it'll be fine i gotta give it up to will house will house came up with the name it lasted two years thanks will house amazing job will house um so uh what else cool happened in 2019 guys this year, there's a lot of recap this past year, man. It's been really crazy for me. I've done a lot of trips. Uh, went to Milwaukee with with Hartepe, Went to New Orleans a couple of times. Charleston a couple of times. San Francisco, we had meetups. We had meetups in San Francisco. We had a meetup in St. Augustine. Recorded a live podcast in St. Augustine, which was super crazy. We're planning another meetup in New Orleans. Uh, March 14th, we're bringing Kit Palancar along. That's going to be nuts.
2: Yeah, that's going to be good. And I think um now will
0: he be bringing
2: answers with him?
0: No, but I'm going to try to bring, I'm going to try to get him to bring some uh surprises. I just don't know what those surprises are yet. Mm-hmm.
1: Surprises from Kit are always good. I've never had a bad uh, surprise from yeah, Kit. No, I will take any
2: surprise from Kit. That's awesome. Uh so and then what else what else happened this uh past year? So there was a there was an additional hunt um, that was uh, that was released during this year. Yeah, that thing went in the
0: ground, and then we uh, we got to see Matt and Brett cry as a cast came out of the ground in San Francisco. Then we got to ride the roller coaster of their emotions as we found out that was just complete bullshit. Um, and and then later on, an actual cast came out of the ground, and we got to see Sarah's roller coaster of emotion as she found out it wasn't bullshit. So that's what we're going to focus on
2: today is we're going to talk um about the Boston
0: fine. Yeah, so so let's not let's not put it off any longer. Let's just dive in. Let's talk about the Boston Find. is what everybody wants to hear, right? Everybody wants to discuss this. Nobody knows what's going on. People have been talking about it for three months. Nobody can get an actual answer. Um, so first off, I guess for people who haven't seen the episode, if there's anybody out there who hasn't seen the episode yet, uh, Bradley, why don't you walk us through what, what's basically become Jason Krupat's weight loss journey? Like what, how, how did the show, Present Jason's solve.
1: All right. So, in the Boston episode, Jason took Josh Gates on his travels through Boston uh, to find where he uh, inevitably found the cask at the end. So, to begin his journey, he started with Thucydides and Xenophon, or as um, Brett likes to call him, Thucydides. And Thucydides and Xenophon is definitely carved into the facade of the library. It is there, Um, so that is where he he started point A, and from there he took gates over to the Christopher Columbus Park, where there is a giant statue of Christopher Columbus. And Jason explained to Josh that if you take a look at Christopher Columbus and you take a look at the image, those are one and the same. That the image, the um, lady in the image is. Modeled after Christopher Columbus. And so that's, you know, your next step and where you need to go. And then he mentions the five steps and then talks about the wharfs of Boston um, because in the north end, he has the Italian connection and those are where the wharfs are. And he mentions that the wharfs are in the painting and that you. Can divide those into five fours, so you need to take the fives fours as if they are the five steps, and that will take you to the north end of Boston uh, to Langoni Park, which is what the locals call the entire park. We all know that that's not actually the the name of the park, but that's what the locals call the entire park. Um, so in Longoni Park, he talks about it being the middle ballpark, right? And then he talks about the green um, the green column of lights. Um, and he refers to that as the bridge in the background behind the park. So at night, when that bridge is lit up, it is he, he's talking that that's got to be your green tower of lights. Um, he talked about the Coliseum with metal walls. Uh, there's a memorial ice rink right there next to the park. Um, and he refers to that as your Coliseum with metal walls. And when you are at this park, if you are facing the water, um, and you are in this middle ballpark. Then you have the steps behind you leading up to the church. And this is he also mentioned this is the area uh, where Paul Revere got on his horse and rode and warned everybody of the British coming. The British are coming. And then he found the construction crew working on the park one day when he decided I'm going to go and check this park out and said, hey, guys, you have large digging machines. I would like to dig. Please find this box. And they said, you're crazy. And he said, well, I'm going to talk to your supervisors. And I think that's why he got the communication and the callback rather than the other people that talked to this construction crew. Because he didn't just talk to the construction crew. He made it a point to go above their heads and talk to everybody he could to make sure that somebody took the time to look for this cask while this digging was happening. And guess what? They found it. And that is what happened. I buy zero of this. I buy zero of it. I buy
0: 0% of that Solve. What do you, what about you guys? What do you think?
1: Um,
2: uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. I uh, have some problems with it. I think there's some, some holes, uh, here and there. I think a few, you know, I do like the, uh, there are a couple pieces that I like, um, where you put your back to the stairs and the line. You know, feel at home.
1: Yes, I did forget to mention feel at home. He did he did yeah. He he did break down the feel at home, which um I I I am not a baseball fan. I do not watch baseball unless I'm having beer and I'm actually at the park with friends. Um, so that never even crossed my mind. And if it if I'm not mistaken, he didn't find the home plate in the painting, right? That wasn't discovered until the ceremony. Yeah. Am I, am I right about that? Yeah,
0: that was discovered. Well, it was pointed out online before the episode came out, but yeah, it was, it was pointed out to Jason in the episode.
2: The other thing that I was thinking is that, um, you know, if you were to, I guess you, uh, you would generally know if you had seen the park prior to it getting ripped up, you would know where home plate is, but you wouldn't know where home plate is really, um, if a, if, if
0: the baseball field is ripped up. Well, that's right? no, that's so, not true. So, so baseball fields, baseball fields are built to be mathematically correct, right? Uh, first base has to be a certain distance from home plate. Home plate has to be a certain distance from third base and from the backstop. And like, there's an algorithm. There's a bunch of measurements that go into setting up a baseball field. So when one is first set up, what they do is they take all the measurements and then they mark spots where all the bases go, um, especially home plate. Um, if you're, if you're being complete, you can mark all the bases. If you just want to be quick, you just mark home plate. You dig a giant hole and you, you fill that hole with concrete and a a square piece of pipe. That way you can slide home plate in and out. And that, that piece of concrete is generally like six inches underground. So even if they're tearing up the ball field, you still know exactly where home plate is because you can still see that piece of concrete. Okay, so there's a marker in there, so you could generally
2: uh, tell where if you uh, bear, if you dug something up that's feet away from home yes. plate, in theory, the, you would know that it's it's near home plate.
1: Well, not not only that, but before the construction even begins, they take a survey of the site, uh, so they know where everything was before construction even began. Oh, so um, you're,
0: you're talking about afterwards. You're talking about once they found it, how did they know where home plate was? Yeah, yeah, they they took surveys. They, they've got a, a fairly detailed survey that we've got up on 12 Treasures that shows the measurements, where everything was, where all the work happened, where the cask was found exactly to the inch from what they can tell, like where the hole was. You know, they can't. they dug a big, huge hole, so they can't tell exactly where the cask was in that hole, but they marked exactly where the hole was. Right. And I do. And, and again, I like the middle
2: section part of that, right in the middle section. And it was the middle, what it's
0: the middle field. Right. Yeah. Those are about the only two things I buy.
2: Yeah. I I'm, I'm not convinced about Columbus. Uh, I do not believe that that,
0: that, that, um, person's. Well, JJP wasn't convinced about Columbus either. Right. That was one of the first things he said in the ceremony for that episode was like, you say that looks like Christopher Columbus, but I didn't paint Christopher Columbus. Well, okay, mm-hmm.
1: so so playing devil's advocate here. So it's been almost 40 years, right? J.J.P.'s not going to remember every photograph that he received that he painted something after. Maybe he did paint it True. after Columbus. I mean, it slightly resembles—I I wouldn't put them together, but it slightly resembles the statue. And I'm going to say some things later about the things I disagree with um, in his solve— but in the end, he found the damn cask. So I Absolutely. give him
2: that. <laughs> and we're not debating that at all. <laughs> okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, uh, right. But we're not, this is about kind of discussing, you know, the particulars. Uh, look, what I wanted to do when I heard that this was found is uh, uh, deconstruct or reverse engineer whatever solve he used to see if I could use it for something else. Absolutely. Right. So that's... That's what we're doing today. He absolutely found a cask. I'm 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 pumped and um what I'm trying to do is figure out what pieces of this can I use to try to, you know, try to find other ones.
1: Absolutely. So why don't why don't why don't we start with the verse and then go to the image? How's that sound? All right. So let's do that.
0: The first line from the verse for Boston is if Thukadides is north of Xenophon. Right. And in the episode, what Jason does is he takes Josh Gates to the public library and he points up at the wall and he says, look, these two words from these two lines are on this wall. And Josh is like, yes, this must be it. This is the thing. We're supposed to be at the public library. The problem with that is, yeah, those two names are on that wall, but so are 300 other names. Right. And and the names on that wall, they don't follow the clue. Thucydides is not north of Xenophon on that wall. They're just two names that are there amongst 300 other names. So if, if, if that were that random, why are we using that? Why are we, why are we using Boston public library? Because it's got two names out of 300. When we have a quote that tells us a what city we need to be in and what part of the city we need to be in so we do we have the quote that matches really well for the verse the verse like i said is if Thucydides is north of xenophon and we have this this horace walpole quote the quote is the next augustan age will dawn on the other side of the atlantic there will perhaps be a Thucydides at boston and a xenophon at new york so if you take this quote and you apply it to the verse it's telling you a uh, what city you need to be in, and B, what area of that city you need to be in. If Thucadides is north of Xenophon, Thucadides being Boston, take five steps in the area of his direction. What's his direction? It tells you it's north. So take five steps in the north area of Boston. It seems super simple to me. But no, Jason's like, all right, we've got this public library here, so now we got to take five steps. Let's walk all the way down to the wharfs and walk past five of them. The problem with that is there's way more than five wharfs out there. I mean, do you, do
1: you think that's what take five steps means? No, I don't think it does, but uh, you'll laugh when you say is more than five wharves, but we've all seen, well, we may not have all seen it, but I have seen maps of the wharfs that have broken them down into five large groups. Um, and, And that's how they're mapped out. So, I mean, they are at times mapped as five wharfs, but no, I don't think that's what it is. Uh, so I kind of talked about, uh, at the St. Augustine meetup, I kind of talked about how I feel like some of these puzzles are what I, I refer to as travel puzzles. They take you from point A to point C or Z or, you know, however many steps you go through. And I think some of them are, I'm giving you the exact spot. This is where you dig. And I feel like this is a dig spot puzzle. I think you are, you don't travel anywhere. It tells you, be at the ball field, and you're going to take five steps from home. I think that this is what this, that's what this is telling you. Once you figure out what it's talking about, so you find home plate, you take five steps. So when you take five steps in his direction, you're taking five steps north of home plate.
0: But the cask wasn't found five steps north of home plate.
1: Was it not? Are you sure? Positive.
0: It was found five steps northeast of home plate. I'm just giving you kind of uh, shit about that. If you, stand- you if, you, if you were standing, if you were standing on that field and you were at home plate and you were to look out at the water. And you took five steps out towards the pitcher's mound. I could, I could see how you would think that's North. It's technically it's Northeast, but it's just slightly Northeast. Fair enough.
1: But that that's, that's what I take that to be.
0: I I agree with you. I think there is nothing in this verse that you can't apply directly on that ball field. Nothing, not a single thing. I think, I think this guy, I, I think, I think Jason got lucky. I think he was smart. I think what he did was he said to himself, where can I stand in boston with my back to some stairs and look at some water right and he was like cops hill terrace there's a big set of steps you're looking at water oh there's a ball field feel at home oh they're doing construction out there let me go talk to these construction workers
1: not only that i feel like he got the 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 one big thing that a lot of us missed was and and you're right he got lucky and i think luck is a big part of this brian's in uh, Every time you talk to him about it, he'll let you know. You he got hey, lucky. You got to be lucky. I got lucky. Everybody's got lucky. We're all getting lucky. The one thing he picked up that nobody else picked up was, and you have to be local to know this or crack an encyclopedia, as I found after the fact, the north end of Boston is 90%, if I remember the number correctly, 90 or 80% Italian. Uh, I mean, that's, that's where you got to be. Um, what's really funny is my aunt uh, is from Boston. And the second this was found, I told her, and she's like, "Oh, it's got to be in the North End." And I was like, "How do you know that?" And she's like, "Well, that's where all the Italians are." I was like, why didn't I talk to you sooner? Yeah, it's
0: something that I don't understand about the older the older members that were so stuck in in Gate. And I admit, man, I was one of them. I was right there in Gate. Like, how did how did we miss that? It's like the largest Italian population. Now it, it's larger than the Italian the Italian community in New York. Now, right? It's the largest Italian community. In America I don't know what kills me on this is the biggest clue I think was the acrostic was in the verse like if you take the first line or the first letters from uh, each of the lines you can spell out Italian Fenway mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. which is basically telling you find a ball field find an a-, a ball field in the Italian side of town find an Italian ball field there's only three In the north end, from what I can see, I don't know if it was different in in 81, but from what I can see, there's only three in the north end. Find the Italian ball field then find the middle section like it. It seems so dumb. Yeah. And the other
2: thing is uh, there's a lot of Paul Revere tie ins here. Right. Um, The date, the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? I don't have it in front of me, but like the
1: 18th, 18th day, the, you 12th know, midnight. hour lit by lamplight, yeah. and in truth, be free. And I think that's so, another thing Jason picked up was the Paul Revere. And oh, I think a amazing. lot of people picked up the Paul Revere reference, uh, not yeah, just Jason, yeah. but, um, Jason had that as well. Um, so I would definitely want to give him credit there. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It was a good tie in. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, let's, let's keep going in order. Uh, so our next thing is the green tower of light. So Jason says it's the big bridge behind, um, I say it's the literally green column of lights at the ball field um yep. th- th- I mean that's what you had you 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 go there at night to play a game of baseball and you have these large green tower of lights i mean it's pretty straightforward yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: it's either this big green bridge or the right. literal green tower of lights right. like Occam's
1: razor right. right right. so that that's 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 my thoughts on that. um In the middle section, we all agree with Jason. It's the middle ball field in the middle section. there's three ball fields. it's the middle one. um near those who pass the Coliseum with metal walls. So I think we all agree those three lines go together. Near those who pass the Coliseum with metal walls. So what is the Coliseum with metal walls? I have my opinion. What's your guys'? I
0: I think people have been reading that, and I think you sort of just read that line wrong. I don't think it's I don't think it's saying near those who pass a coliseum with metal walls. I think the metal walls are describing the people who pass the coliseum. Like like if you reword this, it's like uh, near those who pass the mall in cars right i think the coliseum is the ball field and i think those who pass the coliseum in metal walls is ironsides like ironsides being within sight of that ball field is too perfect mm. for metal walls
1: mm. me it's too. just
0: too perfect me too, me too.
1: and too. this is, is another occam's razor thing man it's just it just makes sense i gotta disagree with you 100 percent, and here's why so you have huge metal link fencing around this ball field, and anybody that's passing the ball field, they're not sitting there watching the game. They're passing the ball field. They're walking by this metal fence, and I mean that's the simplest explanation to me. Uh, you think a chain link fence is a
0: better fit for metal walls than a ship that's within sight? It's just right over there. That's literally named Ironsides we're splitting hairs here, but ultimately you get to the same place and it's, we're both agreeing that it's just describing the area.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, what's important for people to see here is that, you know, we don't necessarily even agree on these things. So please, when you're in the communities and you have a disagreement and you have a different opinion, share it. Yeah, totally. And like, look, if we're talking about wordplay,
2: which these verses are are a ton of it is about wordplay, iron and metal, walls and sides. I mean, it's pretty much spelled out right there. That's the way I feel about it.
1: Oh man, you, you're so wrong, but that's okay. So (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I can be wrong.
2: I'll I'll be wrong and find a cask too. I would love to be wrong and find one.
1: Wouldn't we all, wouldn't we all? Mm -hmm. Um, but so, you know, Hey, it's one of those things. Uh, so Jason says you face the water. We say you face the water. It makes sense. You're back to the stairs. Copse Hill Terrace. Exactly. Feel at home. We all agree. Home plate. Still slapping myself for not getting that earlier. Here's one that I don't know that anybody still knows for sure. Except I. Th- I no. I don't. I don't think that we have 100 certainty on this. All the letters are here to see. Um, I think that jjp may have said something like it it could have been the letters on the ship but who knows yeah jjp said that he painted the semaphore flags in the painting
0: uh so it would kind of make sense that it was the semaphore flags and it was calling Mm. out like you can see this here but you can also see it in the painting you like a like a double confirmation i'll buy it
1: yeah yeah all right um 18th day 12th hour lit by lamplight i think we all agree no that,
2: question. Yes,
1: that was when Columbus rode on his horse. Everybody,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that the British were Judge coming. Judge Washington <laughs> swam
0: across the. Yes. So yeah, Paul Revere's ride. Paul Revere's midnight yeah, ride, which yeah, wasn't yeah, the twelfth yeah, no hour, doubt. but whatever.
2: Right. It was, was the twenty-fourth hour. Hour. Yep. Exactly. That's uh, fine. I'll buy. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. It wasn't noon is what you're saying, right? It wasn't
0: it at noon. Paul Revere's was.
2: Midnight Ride was not at noon. They didn't attack Boston Harbor at noon
1: on the 18th. Okay. Done. So, so the last line, anybody have a clue? I've got nothing. Nah. In truth be free. Brush
0: music hush, man. It doesn't it doesn't need to mean anything. You already know where you're at, you already know what you need to do. It's just a way of closing out a verse.
1: Okay, Bradley, what do you got? I got nothing, man. I have no idea what that means. What do you think, Brett? I
2: got nothing. Great I really I literally have nothing. I think i I agree. I, I think it's a way to close out the verse. i I mean, I've heard a lot of, you know, there are uh, biblical references. Mm-hmm. um there's. Veritas uh truth motto from Harvard. Is it a relationship a relation
1: Harvard? Right. I've heard that. Yeah. I think that's the most convincing thing I've heard. There's also so uh, somebody mentioned possibly so so the park, I mentioned this earlier. The whole park is not actually Langoni Park. The the park where the middle ball field is is Pupolo Park. And Pupolo Park was named after actually a very famous court case um uh, an Italian gentleman and you know, maybe it's got something to do with with his court case, but uh, who knows? So the
0: only the only I've heard that a lot as well. A lot of people try to tie in Pupelo to this this puzzle. What I would ask is is there any is there any clue in Chicago or Cleveland that requires you to open a book? Like like a verse clue? Is there a verse clue that requires you to know the history of anything? Chicago just kind of walks you along a path, right? Yeah, it's a short path, but it's uh, a
2: path. Lincoln to yeah, it's a short path, but everything's kind of right there, and then they go fence and fixture yeah. and you're supposed to recognize that. Uh, Cleveland knew. No, yeah, they're both No, the only way you could solve Cleveland is the way that those guys did. So
0: it. if those two didn't require you to open a book, why why does this one require you to open a book? Here's my rebuttal to that. What was what did we say was the solve for the first line? Politically in Xenophon. Okay, that's fine. You you got to find an obscure reference to get a city, but you've got to do that in Houston as well. Right. So you've got to do it in, uh you've got to do it in Cleveland or not Cleveland. I'm sorry. You've got to do it in uh Charleston. You've got to do it in New Orleans. But does that require you to learn anything other than, okay, this, this is a quote from this book about this city?
1: I mean, yeah, you're cracking no. books. I mean, how else are you going to find this quote? Oh. I mean, there's no Google. I, that I don't know. Like that's, it's an obscure,
0: it's an obscure quote. I, I don't know that. But even knowing those quotes, does it require you to know any history? What I'm trying to say is you, you don't have to delve super deep. You just have to, that quote, that city. Right, It doesn't require anything apart from that. You don't need to know anything yeah. like the letters and the books that those quotes came from. You don't need to know anything about the books. You don't need to know about the writer. You don't need to know about the history of the writer. You don't need to know about his trials and tribulations, nothing. You need to know this quote came from this book by this dude or you know, it's about this city. It right. doesn't go right. any further than that. And it kills me when people go like down these rabbit holes of this guy had this thing and and he was an Italian that did blah, blah, blah or whatever. You know, they go down these deep rabbit holes
1: when the other verses didn't require you to do that. Why would this one? I 100% agree with you. I don't think that you have to delve into that to solve this puzzle. Um, I think the only reason that came up is to solve this line, which is not required to solve the puzzle. We're just trying to figure out what did he mean by this last line, and these are just the most you know the I, obscure kind of. Um, if you're from the area, maybe not so much, especially since the park was named after him. It can't be that obscure, but uh, yeah, no, is it important to find the, the cask? No, is it important to figure out why that line is there? Absolutely. I think the reason that I that I that I pounded
0: it in and, and sort of tried to bring that home is. I've seen a lot of people who have really, really, really good solutions to things and have really good uh, dig spots, right? Things that I agree with 100%. And then they take this one, like everything is everything follows everything's common sense everything works out and then they take this one line and they're like and if you follow this guy in 1913 he had a cook-off where he ate a bunch of hot dogs and that means you got to go to the hot dog stand like you see what i'm saying they take these they go in these rabbit holes and then they just move completely away from where their clues are because they're trying to make
2: their answer fit the exactly and instead of the other way around.
0: exactly and it's just, I I, I want to try to discourage people from falling down that rabbit hole as often as I can, because the three that are solved, you didn't seem to have to do any of that. And the things that are commonly accepted to be solved, you don't have to do that either. So why are we doing that now? Okay, wise guy, which, which line of every verse is the throwaway one? I don't know. I think you'll know when you were on site. I think I'll say that uh, in truth be free. Jason didn't need it to dig anything up, right? No nope. brush music, rush music, hush. The Chicago guys didn't need hush to solve anything you know if if it doesn't if it doesn't require an explanation to solve the puzzle, why are we trying to give it an explanation?
1: because we want to know well, A, yeah, because we're inquisitive, but b because we don't know doesn't mean that it's not required to solve the puzzle, right? We solved it without it, but it doesn't mean that it wasn't intended to help you solve the puzzle, right. Like for instance, we've got um, Chicago. They found it, and they missed several clues that they didn't solve that were clearly meant to help you yeah. find the cask. The cask. So yeah. just because we don't know doesn't yeah. mean it's right. not a key element to finding it. And if we can figure it out, maybe it will help us find others. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll buy that.
0: I still I look at I look at I look at Cleveland, and I look at Boston, and I look at Chicago, and if I take all of those. All of those lines separately i could lose myself in so many rabbit holes and never solve this puzzle but when i take them all together they just explain themselves once you're at the dig site and that's what makes this puzzle hard the the ones that are solved don't seem to be like what we assume forest fens to be right like a path like you put in where warm water salt or whatever and then go to the home of brown or whatever it is you know oh i thought you meant fake (laughs) it seems like it's it's it really seems like you have to just be at the right place at the right time and then go oh all this shit makes sense and that's what's making this puzzle hard right i don't know it's my opinion
2: we had this debate before i mean like the more time goes on the more we overthink it because we think other people have missed stuff and ours solve has to be correct and so we google and now we have the google machine you know and it just takes us down these giant giant rabbit holes when probably you're meant to be right next to the dig site and see all the stuff or or you know relatively close like you were saying for Chicago so i i couldn't agree with you more it's really hard to avoid doing that but um you know maybe maybe that's one thing we could learn from boston is now that we know where it was and we have the verse, but we don't know, we we can't all agree on the, ex- what the solve should be. Maybe we should throw the, throw the conventional wisdom out and just
0: um, try to simplify it.
1: And I, I, I think we've been
0: doing that. Yeah. This thing would have never been solved if the conventional wisdom hadn't been thrown out. I mean, I went back and listened to the Boston podcast. We didn't even mention this area. Mm-hmm. Like this this I I've I've been saying it since this thing's been found. This proves that all of us old dudes, like we don't know shit. I don't know. I don't know why you're listening to me yeah, right now. Yeah, and the other
2: this is the first time I've heard the word poopalo. I didn't know it was pronounced poopalo, guys. Poopalo. Oh god, did I say it wrong? Poopalo. I don't know. I could very well be saying it wrong. I think it's poopalo, Park. Yeah, well, it just goes to show you it's not a common... uh, What's
1: funny is that nobody that lives there calls it that. Nobody that lives there, I don't think, even knows that's the name of it.
2: It's fun to say, though.
1: Pupelo. It is. It is fun. So we talked about the verse. Let's talk about the image. Okay. Okay. So we know uh, because JJP took a moment in this awesome ceremony they did in the show and pointed out a few things for us. What do we know? We know that she looks like a witch. And we didn't get an explanation for that necessarily. I'm thinking Salem witch trials to get you to the general area. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. She doesn't
2: look any more like a witch yeah. like than any of these other um, females in these I images. That's the yeah, I, think about I didn't
1: get witchy vibes either, but uh, that's what he yeah. was going for. Um, yeah. He let us know that his hair, her hair is shaped as much as he could and keep it, you know, not obvious uh like a baseball diamond which i, I get that i could see that um he showed us how boston is spelled out in the image which i would have yeah. never in a million years gotten
2: no never and and that's why everybody's like going back through all the images trying to find city names in them I, I, yep like if you hadn't actually Seen him like use his finger to like show you where they all are. I, there's no chance I would have gotten
1: no, that. but he, I'll, I'll tell you this if he would have yeah. said Boston is spelled out in this painting, I would have found 10 different ways to spell it out in the painting, but none of them would have been that way. There you go. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else did uh did uh JJP mentioned uh, as far as the painting goes? Austin Pops so that bubble's gonna pop so yeah
0: that came out a little later um something he said off camera that brian and andy told us about was uh he remembered that the bubble going towards the bird was supposed to be the boston pops which every time i I, like i love jjp's art i think he's an amazing artist he's so creative and 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 then he painted the boston pops like what what the hell is that even? Who who could have ever gotten that? Is it is it like, still a thing today? Do they do the Boston Pops? The Boston Pops? Yeah, they're still. A- I don't. Boston okay. Pops are well, huge. I just don't. I um. I don't. I wouldn't have gotten it. I wouldn't have but gotten like, it. Like that that bubble's not popping, John. Like it's it's not even on that bird's beak. How am I supposed to know that? How am I supposed to know that? You know.
1: That's why it's a puzzle, George. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Figure out what's going on in JJP's mind. Anything else that he pointed out about this image that we may have all completely glossed over that now looks super obvious? The step of four flags, yeah. home plate. Home plate, or, there we go. That's, that's what I was waiting for somebody yeah. to pull. The yeah. home plate. Yeah. God damn yeah. the home plate. It's so obvious now. That's It's so ridiculously obvious. And the leg stepping away from home plate to even make it more obvious.
2: Yeah, there's a foot there. I mean... That's good. But if
0: you were to find that in there, you'd go to Fenway, you know, not, I mean, not if you had put the entire puzzle together, right? Like just, just like with Chicago, if we, if we didn't know it was in Grant Park, if we didn't know where it was, he could have pointed at that, um, that fence post and went, this is a fence post. And we would have been like, well, who, who would have ever known that? But if you had figured out using the puzzle that this was in, the Italian ball field and North End, and you had figured out the ball field. You would have seen, oh, that's home plate and a foot stepping on it. But, but we were we were all like, it's at the two C's or whatever.
1: That little shape didn't matter to us, so we weren't looking for it. I, I completely agree. I never bought into Fenway, but I was a hundred percent bought into the two C's. If I ever went to Boston, I was making sure I went to those two oh, yeah. C's. Um, I made plans. It's so yeah, absolutely I made
2: plans
0: to go to Boston. I I went there. I looked. Uh, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, kind of looks like that. I like one one of mine and JM like my favorite arguments with JM was he thought that the 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 cask was buried on the other side of the uh the like a pump house or an electrical house next to their like the steps leading up to the pump house, and I thought it was uh right next to the two C's, next to the steps leading up to the two C's. Like we argued over that for hours. And we were both just wrong.
2: So but wrong. There's, stairs the right there. there's stairs in the two C's,
1: you know. The one thing I remember the most about your Boston episode that you guys did was talking about the stairs, the stairs facing the water, and how convincing it was that one spot was where the stairs were facing the water. Yeah. The, the thing that kills me now is they're not
0: stairs, they're steps. You know? Oh, yeah, they're, good they're point. Just, they're just steps. Like, those those stairs at at Langoni Park, those are stairs, you know, four steps up. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. We were just so focused on that thing, and 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 it killed us.
1: Now this is really interesting. Um, I don't know if you guys agree, but one of our community members pointed this out um, after the find, and I I tend to agree. If you look up above her head in this circle, you've got the American flag, which is always flown at any sporting event in the United States, and then you've got a baseball and a baseball bat which we all used to think was a crack in the um in the concrete what do you guys think about that Uh,
0: that looks like a feather
2: to me
1: i mean jjp's an obscure painter but he's
0: better than that you know It, it, it the things that once he's pointed out things are clues you're like oh yeah that's that's exactly what it's supposed to be you know aside from her hair being a ball field or whatever but the semaphore flags. Oh yeah. That's exactly what that is. Okay. The Boston globe. That's exactly what that is. Um, I don't know, like home plate. he so creatively put home plate and a leg in her dress in a way that we missed it for 40 years. If he wanted to hide a, a baseball bat and a ball, he could have done it a little better than that. What I get from him talking on that episode was he pointed out four or five things that you needed to see in this painting. They're exactly what they say they are and nothing else matters, right? Not every single line in this painting has to be a clue.
2: You're right. You're right. And the other thing is that, um, how do you discern between a city confirmer and a site confirmer, you know, and that's what I thought I was going to get from this find, you know, what, What's just the Boston Globe, you know? Versus oh, that's the two C's. That's the you know that's with the little stairs between them. It's got to be that, right? And I this didn't help me very much, and I'm you know I'm a little bit bummed about that, but at the same time, um, I'm glad it was found because we got a little bit more insight into how JJP does these things and and draws clues in here. So there's going to be a lot of wit, you know, wittiness in this, like the Boston Pops clue right Mm -hmm. um but i don't know that we're ever gonna have an answer to what's a what's a city what's a state confirmer until you like actually
0: until town find it you know i do think the jjp being on the episode helped with one thing uh kit said a while back that people need to start thinking about these paintings like an artist like an artist wants to tell you a story it it, an artist wants to represent something in their art and nobody really understood what he meant by that until we have an example the boston globe a bird popping a bubble the boston pops He he's trying to illustrate something like he's trying to put a story together um he's not trying to hide little words or hide things that you have to microscopically see you just have to understand what he's trying to explain to you in the painting
1: i don't know man in the in the uh, Fort Raleigh painting. Uh, yes, I called it the Fort Raleigh painting. It's, it's probably not in Fort Raleigh, but it might be. But anyways, the in the bottom right corner, man. There's something there. There is something there. I might need better drugs yeah. to be able to see it, but there's something there. I don't know what. There's something going on. But anyways, I digress. Uh, so that's that's our breakdown of the image and the, of the verse. Uh, so guys, take that information as you will. If anybody has any questions, concerns, comments. We've got a Boston page. It's still there. It's not very active anymore because it was found, but jump on there. We'll be happy to discuss because I completely agree. And just like Brett was saying at the beginning of this conversation, in order for us to move forward, we've got to kind of work some of these backwards to figure out what we're missing. There is some method to this madness. Let's figure it out.
0: Yeah, I just fear that Boston isn't going to help people as much as they had hoped, you know, Uh, people with their their big overarching theories that that wanted some sort of confirmation from another find or or, you know, a clue to how things worked. And in like the, the grand scheme of the puzzle, this isn't this isn't going to help them at all. Like, like, did this did this help you, Brett? Did it help you at all?
2: I, I wish it did help me more. You know, I really, I wanted it to so bad. And that was my first thing besides celebrating the find was, oh my God, you know, this is gonna reveal all of the everything, you know? And it, and it didn't quite for me. Um, damn though, I am so pumped for him. He's a hero. <laughs> And, uh, for Jason is who I'm talking about. And, and, um, boy, that ceremony couldn't have been better. I am not a crier. I definitely had tears in my eyes during that ceremony. It was very heartfelt. They did such a good job. Yeah. The extra touches that Brian and Andy added to the thing were just
0: so cool. And the whole thing was done very well. Yeah. I asked Brian when we were at dinner uh before the, the St. Augustine meetup, I asked him what the most surreal thing from that ceremony was, and he was like, It was after the ceremony. He was like, Me and Rob and JJP all climbed into a limo and we rode to the airport together. He was like, Do you know how weird it is to ride in a limo with JJP to the airport and just have small talk? Like that's crazy.
2: God, secret royalty there it is right there, you know, like the, the, the master class of the secret and they're all together going to the airport. And, you know, I, um, I have mixed feelings about the whole thing. Uh, but most, most of the mixedness is, is selfish. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm just, I wanted to learn a little bit more or get a little bit more of an answer. Um, but overall I am so fired up about this and, and, um, And uh, it was just, it was awesome. It was just so well done. And, and EU did an amazing job. They did an amazing job.
0: And I think the, the problems that we have with this solve comes from some problems that EU had. That's not necessarily their fault. And I think to understand why we were presented with what we were presented with, we kind of have to understand the story of how all of this happened, like from the start to, to, till the episode airing. Um, So I think it's important to just break down exactly how we found out about boston right you guys cool with that i am cool all right let's just get into it then so on october 11th 2019 uh, a guy named and I wish I was making this up, but I'm not a guy named Please Leave Blank posted on 12 Keys, which is the the subreddit dedicated to the secret. He made a post called Willing to Try Your Boston Solve. And the guy basically said that he was a local and that if you had anything in Boston, you want to check out, you wanted pictures of you wanted him to dig. Even he would he would do that for you. And and shortly after he made that post, a guy named Cracker Jack 115 replied that his inside sources told him it was just found in Langon Park. Now, offers to check things out by locals, that happens a lot in the subreddit, but people coming in saying, hey, this cask was just found, that doesn't happen very often. So people were really quick to call bullshit on Cracker Jack, uh, especially Bingo, who was on the live stream, is a local to Boston, um, and, and even me, uh, to be honest. After he was called out, uh, Cracker Jack went on to say that his friend works for a construction company and, and said that it was found under home plate at, Lan- at Langon Park. Um, and that EU was, was interested, um, or that EU was involved rather. So what I did was I, i I got a, I got a friend that worked for EU and I, I fired off an email to him and he's like, you know, man, I haven't heard anything about this, but let me dig into it. So I went back to the subreddit and I was like, Hey, I just talked to EU. They don't, they don't know anything about this. So it's gotta be fake. Uh, Jack eventually came back and he was like uh, in order to confirm this a little bit for you i've got this internal email from from the construction company and he posted the internal email and here's what the internal email said it said so as many of you are aware land gone and Pupolo is currently under construction and as with most sites in the city of boston there is a history everyone knows about the great molasses flood but did you know about the secret neither did i If you read the full history of the secret, you may find it to be a very fun and cool story. I only heard about it this week, early on during demolition. Within the first week of the contractor being on site, an individual stopped by the construction site and informed the general contractor that he believes that one of the artifacts was somewhere within the park. The individual, I assume is a Boston resident, has been stopping by the construction site on a weekly basis, inquiring if anything has been found. Well, sure enough, it was discovered last week. I'm not sure what makes him an expert, as I've never personally interacted with the gentleman, but the contractor did notify him as a courtesy, and now the Discovery Channel is interested. Read through the email chain below and follow the link for the complete story when you have time outside of office hours. I cannot make this stuff up. So this email added a little bit of validity, but the story just kind of stopped. You know, I mean, what else can we do? We've emailed EU, EU's got no idea what's going on, And all we've got is this guy's word and a screenshot of an email. What made this legitimate was a couple of days later, Expedition Unknown posts this Rush video of Josh Gates with, you know, like a selfie camera running through an airport saying that he's leaving his current assignment because he has breaking news about a story that Expedition Unknown has been working on closely. Once that happened, everybody kind of went nuts. We all assumed it was about the secret because Of the Reddit post, you know, it was a little too coincidental to be anything else. People were saying maybe they found Amelia Earhart's bones or whatever, but that just didn't fit the sort of timeline of what was going on. A couple of days after that, I get a phone call from a guy named Michael. You may know Michael. He was on the live stream about Boston. What he told me was once he saw the video that Josh Gates posted, he got a little worried. Uh, Because he was also his solve was also in Langon Park and he had also been talking to the contractors. So he had just been every day he would go by Langon Park. And the day he called me, he happened to see Josh Gates there. Um, And he was worried. He was like, you know, I I came up with this, too. I think EU is just trying to steal, steal, steal my credit and claim that they solved this thing. He didn't know about the other guy. He didn't know about Jason Krupat. And he was worried that, you know, a a big TV show was just going to come by and, and steal his credit for a quick story. So I told him, I was like, you know, that would suck. It doesn't seem like something Expedition Unknown would do because we, you know, we got a little bit of history. They're not that kind of, you know, production company. They're pretty honest with people. I was like, let me let me dig into this and let me check it out for you before you freak out. So I made a couple of phone calls, and I, I, I called a couple of friends of mine who, who live in Boston. And I was like, I got this weird phone call from a guy who says that Josh Gates is currently filming at Langon Park. Will you go down to the park and just see if he's there and find out what the hell's going on? So that's what they did. They uh, Three three people went to Langon Park, and they found Josh Gates. So you know those people in the episode... That they said were crazy secret hunters just trying to steal credit. That was my fault. Sorry, guys. From from what I understand, I mean, the one that was walking in the shadows on the phone, that one was talking to me. I know they weren't, you know, they weren't nuts and they weren't screaming at anybody or whatever. But, you know, you got to make good TV. So we knew. They took some pictures of Josh with the book. They sent him back. And there there it is. I mean, he's got the book. He's on the site that the Reddit post said that they found the cask. That's obviously going to be true. Uh, So my friends who were there, they started talking to people. Nobody would talk, man. Everybody was under NDA um, except for one guy. You see, what happened was the day before Josh got there, the production team came and and had everybody sign an NDA. But one contractor was out sick that day. And he didn't sign an NDA. And because he didn't sign an NDA, he wasn't gonna be on the TV show. So he didn't care and he was willing to talk to whoever. What that guy said to them was, yeah, they, they found a cask. He told him exactly when he found it, exactly how they found it with the excavator. Um, and he was like, I got some pictures. <laughs> so he just texted the pictures to us. As soon as we got the pictures, we went out to try to verify them. So the first thing we did was we emailed Joellen and Joellen's response was very quick. I can't talk about this at all. So that told me she was under NDA and there's only one reason you're going to put Joellen Trilling under NDA. This thing's true. This thing's real. Uh, fired off an email to, to John Palancar and John Palancar's like, I don't even think there's a cask in Boston. I was like, yeah. Okay. Thanks, John. So I sent I sent him a picture of the cask and he got really excited. And he was like, can I can I call Josh about this? And I was like, well, he already knows. Give him a call if you want to. We called the we called the friend back at EU and we we're like, dude, why did you tell me you didn't know about this? And he was like, I wasn't lying. Like, how do you how do you find out about this shit before we do? Thanks, Reddit. So that's how Expedition Unknown got there. And then they had two days to film, you know, they didn't have time to put together all of the pieces of this puzzle, they were just sort of reporting on what they knew and they didn't have a whole lot of time to research it. They didn't, they couldn't sit like we can do now for a couple of months and try to figure out exactly how this solution works, how all of the pieces of the puzzle fit together to form a complete solution. So what you got was a little bit disjointed and kind of confusing, but they, you know, they were working with what they had and they did a really good job at least in my opinion.
1: Well, and, and they didn't get anything wrong. Right. I mean, they, they went with the story. They reported the story as is um, with the, with the knowledge from the hunter that found it. I mean, how are they going to know? You know? Well, I mean, my, my thing is they came in with like three pieces of information and in a
0: cask and they got to build a story around that. So they right. did, they did have to piece some stuff together that they thought, okay, this is probably true. But I mean, their their job is to build an entertaining story. You know, it's not necessarily to solve a forty year old treasure hunt. So they built what they what they thought was best, and they put it out, and it ended up being a little bit confusing to us. But but it, it's probably one of the best episodes of Expedition Unknown ever.
2: I guess if you're one of us, you know, and you're kind of looking at this and going, hmm, that doesn't really make sense. That doesn't really make sense. That that's fine. You know, that's uh, you know, is that was that episode made for? you know super into it um no secret followers probably not it was more made for and you know i, I don't know how many treasures he actually finds on a, on his show you know but the, the, to actually have a find is is and and documented is is cool right so they you're right they went in and they they did whatever they could in a couple of days to get to get to get it out um and you know it drew a lot of people i think it's one of the probably one of their higher rated uh episodes um
1: well and one other thing that we didn't mention is when when the when the photos were um were shared online yeah all all everybody lost their shit but not everybody including myself were like yeah 100 this is this is a cask because that's when we first found out about the burlap and we're like this dude got dreads the moon face has dreads on the underside Mm of this what is this mess?" Uh, yeah it it didn't make
0: sense until we were able to talk to joelle and 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 what she basically said was um these things are constructed a little differently you know like they, they they're poured from the same mold but you know if 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 one of them breaks, they might reinforce it with a little bit of metal and make a couple of more Then, if one breaks, they realize the metal isn't working. So they might reinforce it with something else. So the interior of these things, then probably a little different.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't take just a moment. I don't know, honestly, if he even listens to the podcast, but just in case, and even if he didn't, he still deserves a little bit of credit for taking time out HC. Thank you for taking the time to that. You did spend with us when we were all trying to figure out what was going on. And um, a lot of what I believe to be true came from the solve that you came up with. So appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: H- H-C-, HC solve was legit. And you can listen to that on one of the past podcast episodes, one, the, the Boston live stream. I think it's called Boston found with a question mark
1: uh, or Boston. Maybe that's what it's called. Um, so, yeah, his his solve was legit. One of the um, things that we want to point out here, if you guys didn't pick up uh, from from the story that Georgia's telling, is we have the absolute best community there is on the internet. And you guys are amazing. And because of this community, there are times, and which are most of the times, when something's happening in the secret, we find out about it. And we appreciate that you guys reach out and share with us because that gives us an opportunity to share with the rest of the community and we all find out about these things together.
0: Yeah, it's it's a good thing. Like the the Price family might not know where anything is, right? JJP might not know where anything is, but we can at least say in this situation, you get us a picture of a cask and we get it in front of Expedition Unknown Joel and, and JJP yeah. within an hour.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, look, a cask uh is gold and is gonna gonna um, you know, it's gonna be everything. If you send us your solution for um Albuquerque, we're probably not gonna be able to get that in front of Josh Gates. That's just how it works.
0: Yeah, probably not. No. The the teamwork that went down in regards to Boston was crazy. Yeah. That I could sit in my office and be on the phone with like four different people people construction workers and and people who live in Boston who are on site and people who have solutions and they're all working together to figure out what's going on and to basically fight people who are under nda to get information the teamwork was just insane it was great and it's funny because it reminds me of this the,
2: what happened when the quote unquote san francisco cask was found we knew yeah. pretty quickly that it was a fake, uh, not quickly enough, but, um, uh, pretty quickly because, uh, Matt called somebody that he knew, uh, who, and, and, um, that person was actually backing up that it, that it might be real. We still doubted it. Right. But, uh, but like within a couple of hours, you know, two, three hours of, uh, the news coming out, we, we pretty much knew that's how uh, tight this community is how everybody wants to work together and how we all want to, you know, look, we all want a solve, but we also want to debunk uh, solves that are not, that are
0: not real. Yeah. Right. Or. Yeah. It's, it's, fake. it's just a point that it's just a point that should be made. There's a lot of division in the community now, especially when new members coming on with some really wild ideas and there's a little bit of, you know, pushback. It's important to remember that when you guys come together and, work as a team shit gets done shit gets
1: done just keep that in mind you heard it here first shit, shit gets, gets done pee pee um <laughs> god i'm a kid man. Um. i know i get
0: bradley going <laughs> jesus guys all right so that's it for this episode of the secret podcast thank you all for tuning in and uh we'll see you soon in new orleans
1: Uh, there we go. Christopher Columbus Park. s okay.